Welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. It is Wednesday, the 19th of February, 2020. We are here in the Barrel Podcast studios and uh, my name is Namu and I'm here with T-Bone. G'day T-Bone. G'day Namu, how are you mate? It's good to be back. Good to be back, yeah. We're uh, we're getting a bit more frequent with our episodes. This is our second one in two weeks. Uh, The aim is to uh, record and produce and uh, put out every two weeks with the Barrel Surf podcast so we can keep up to date and keep everyone up to date with what's been going on in the world of surf. Mate, the tour, I mean, the tour hasn't even kicked off, but there's been so much happening during the off-season. There has indeed, yeah. In particular, the the the, uh, the Nazaré Toe Surfing Challenge just recently held over in Portugal. Was that crazy or what? Yeah, well... There's been a lot of talk about this one um, for a number of reasons. Uh, a lot of people have talked about Nazare being a bit of a fat burger, but people seem to get in trouble out there, don't they? Whew, it's I'd say it must be the most heaviest wave on the planet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got all those cliffs and, um, you know, there's a fair bit of rockage, rock, rock action around there as well. So, yeah, I mean... Jeez, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to borrow it personally. Oh, mate, yeah, it's, it is so gnarly. It's just incredible how much swell that that, that dished up over that uh, over that event. Yeah, quite it was massive, wasn't it? Oh, it was crazy. It was uh, quite a new um, format, big surfing format, where they had ten teams of surfers um, taking turns riding massive avalanches of Nazareth. So yeah, different different toe teams, wasn't there? So what were some of the teams? I mean, we know that. Um, Kyle Lenny and uh, who was Kyle Lenny's partner? Uh, Lucas Chianka, oh, yeah, which yeah. is he's an absolute hell man, isn't he? What a weapon! Um, and then there was Australian, there was an Australian pair, Mick Corbett, um, and I think he's with a Spanish partner with that. He was called Team Australia. Yeah, I didn't catch his name, but uh, RCJ Ross Clark Jones um, injured, I think, pulled out last minute. Oh, is that why? Okay. So Mick Corbett was flying the flag for Australia. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how he went. I don't know. If, I don't think he was in the placings or any of the awards that were given because they had a bit of a format where they did a bunch of um, sort of five team heats, and then at the end of the day, they crowned pop, popular wave or something like that. Was it? Pretty much, mate. They sort of at the end, at, yeah, like we said last episode. At the end of the uh, end of the day, they all um, congregated back at. Uh, Back on land, and uh, each surfer sort of judged their their most favourite wave. Yeah, yeah. So I think taking out the best best ride was Kyle Lenny. Um, did you did you catch any of this? I did, mate. He's yeah. crazy. So he's doing like spins on 40, 45, 50 foot face waves. Um, not always getting it right. He did it, did have a couple of wipeouts, but yeah, geez, what a madman. He must do so much preparation and training to be that comfortable to to do that sort of stuff in those sort of conditions. He must just, um, yeah, go into some really strange, calm zone to be able to, I guess, cut compartmentalise the fact that he's surfing a fifty foot wave and then start doing spins and stuff. It's yeah, it's pretty mental. Um, and also in the in the there was a, a women's division. I think Justine Dupont in the end was. Uh, on her own, but uh, and she certainly got the got the chocolates as the best ride for the ladies. Uh, and she, well, th- did you see the way that she got that? Was yeah, crazy, mate. Yeah, just your, just your, your casual 55, 60 foot wave, crazy, crazy stuff. Just on big wave woman surfing, did you see that sneak little clip of Laura Enova's new um, movie coming out? 
I've seen a preview of it, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I only just caught it uh, the other day on uh, WSL, so she's obviously um, stopped competing uh, professionally on the tour. I think she dropped off last year or the year before. Yeah. So it seems like she's been chasing the big slabs, taking a, a big wave uh, direction. So yeah, she certainly does. I remember seeing some footage of her a couple of years back at P-Pass um, in the... Whatever it's called, Polynesian Islands. I can't even think what they are at the moment. Um, that big right hander there seems like a super heavy wave, and she was taking it on. And I think that was the first time I sort of saw that she was sort of jumping into the big wave arena. Um, and since then, she's obviously been at Jaws and um, yeah, released this film now. Looks like she was down at the right as well. So, jeez, oh, it's got absolutely pounded. So, <laughs> gosh, she's. Uh, you know, good on her for taking that new direction and taking what, her licks, jeez. Jeez, and um, just on big wave surfing as well, I know it's, uh, Felicity Palmatier, she's also flying the flag for uh, Australian women's big wave surfing. She certainly so, is. So good on you girls, you, you charge harder than us. So. Are you kidding me? There's no whale going out in those. No things. way, no way. I'll be quite happily watching the 25, 30 foot jaws. You can have that. Incredible. If, if you want to take it on, you can take it on. Uh, yeah, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, well done to uh, well done to all the big wave riders. They're um, they're a breed apart, I think, from from most most people. But um, yeah, so just back back to the Nazare challenge. The fairly significant injury to Portuguese surfer Alex Botello. Um, the footage of that was yeah, it was it was a bit bit unsettling, wasn't it? Did you see the actual wipeout? Ooh, yeah, I did. I did. Not a wipeout. It was a ski. It was it a was ski a accident. Ski. Wasn't it, it? Oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. You know, you, you remember at Chopu where you've seen a ski go over the uh, yeah. over the ledge, but to to see that it just looked heavy. Like oh, it was it was pretty scary. Yeah. So apparently he because he seen him get launched up. The ski gets launched up. He gets launched up with it, and then the driver sort of goes up after almost, and um, yeah, obviously collected his head on the side of the ski and got knocked out, and then got a wave on the head for his troubles. Yeah, mate, that was a life and death situation right there. Um, that could have gone anyway. So I'm not sure what the current status is of Alex. Um, yeah, he's fine. Apparently. I believe he's yeah he's stable. That's yep. oh, that's great, mate. I mean, that could have been a tragic ending. Yeah, they had to do the full CPR on the beach, though. But they've these days they've got pretty good safety protocols in place, so that when you know when something like that does happen, the uh, the water safety and everyone else is there to make sure he's uh, in the best hands possible. Yeah, mate. They had a lot of people on the beach, a lot of support. So mm. you're right, mate. They that they do take the the safety rescue side so seriously, and so you should. I mean, remember watching Jaws? How you know the guys riding their skis? I mean. They put their life on the lines too to rescue these guys. It was about 30 of them, wasn't it? Yes. Last Jaws event. So, oof, yeah. Um, thank God Alex is okay. And, um, yeah, but tell you what, it, it, it could have gone the other way. I mean, it was yeah, very serious situation. Yeah. So um, what's your thoughts on the whole toe thing? Because, I mean, to me, the, the toe this is nowhere near as exciting as, say, a Jaws event. Um I'd probably rather see them towing at Nazare on a slightly smaller day, but I don't don't know if you get those sort of calm wind days at Nazare too often. I think Nazare to me looks a little more of a tow event as a as a paddle in. It, yeah, it, probably. I, don't, I think it'd be impossible to try paddle into that. It's just a diff- it, to me, it's a different sport um, towing in because it's yeah. I mean, you, 
the, the critical takeoff part of the wave is um, certainly part of the excitement for me at places like Jaws and um, Mavericks as well because, you know, those, those wedgy sort of bowls at Mavericks when they've got to take off and it's, oh, crap, 10-foot ten ten board into a 15-, 25-foot bowl at Mavericks is um, something to behold. But, I mean, either paddling in or towing in. I mean, I, I probably prefer my paddling, um, but I tell you what, the, the, the skill and the, and the team where it required for, for towings is, is next level too. And, and the waves were fucking huge. I mean, massive. They were, they were huge. Bigger than, bigger than Mavs. I mean, bigger than uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So T-Bone is saying towing stays. Uh, so there's a place for it on the tour for sure. Um, I, I, I think it's probably... I think ideally, in a big wave world tour, you'd see, say, a, an event at Jaws, an event at Mavericks, uh, a couple of other places, and then a, a tow event to go towards the, the world title. I think that'd be awesome. Mate, I really enjoyed the, the, the concept that they ran with the surfers voting for the, for the best waves and the best team. So, yeah, mate, tow surfing, okay, paddling surfing has come back, but I, I think there's, 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 uh, there's, there's a place for a, a tow-in challenge, especially at Nazare, you know. Mm, yeah, okay. Well, that that's um yeah that's interesting and look forward to next year as well. It's, a, it's certainly a unique event and um yeah bring it on in twenty twenty one. Now we are moving on to last weekend in Yelling Up. We had the Twin Fin Tango presented by Yelling Up Board Riders, and what a cracker of a day that was, T Bone. Epic, epic day, mate. It was the inaugural Twin Fin Tango. So um, well done to the crew that uh, that that uh, set that up. It was, yes, it was Kyle, a shout out to Kyle Edwards and Matt Robinson from the board ride, yelling up board riders who set up that comp. It's uh, it a few years in the making. Now it was, it was a lot of fun, mate. A lot of classic old Twin Fins down the beach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was pretty fun trying to ride a 20 for the first time in probably about 15 years, but I had a ball in doing it. I, I, I rode a couple of old old 20s. Yeah, yeah, I, I did too. Uh, the way that they had it worked out was a little bit like the uh, Nazareth Challenge with teams. <laughs> it was about 35 foot smaller. Um, so you had a, you had your teammates, uh, Andrew Murray, Mazza, and I had... Uh, Eden Bromfield, uh, sorry, Bromfield is my partner. We, we, um, you guys did well. You made the quarters. We did, mate. Well, I mean, thank God to Muzza. I mean, he was doing all the turns and I was doing all the bog rails. So <laughs> it was a pretty cool, pretty cool uh, concept. You know, you, you go out and you catch your three best waves and and then you, you come in you, and you tag your opponent. Um, so each each team member's got a well, you got to ride an old board, and your other team members got to ride a new new style twin. So I, I rode the old old twin, and I probably got one turn, and the and the rest of them were all big bog bog rails. So uh, it's not hard to bog a rail in those those old twinnies, though. They're pretty solid. They are very solid. Got the big boxy four inch rails on them, and some some of them. Um, yeah, so you made the quarters with your partner Mars, and um, I didn't. I got a dirty turd, unfortunately, which is. Well, not not seventeenth, I guess technically oh. because we didn't come last. Mate, I saw your wave. You just shrouped it to the beach. You must have got three or four turns all the way in in the inside. Bog rail, bog rail, bog rail, bog rail floater. Obviously, you got to flare it up a bit more for next year, mate. But I tell you yeah, what, it's giving me a bit of inspiration. Safe, trying for to build next a year. house. Trying to build a house. Surfing safe. Two point nine. Oh well, but um, we do have some some footage of the day actually. 
We should mention uh, the finalists. Um, the winner of the the inaugural Twin Fin Tango was Jake and Max Patterson. Congratulations to those guys. And uh, one unique part about it was that we had father and son teams involved and three of the four finalists were father and son teams, which was, yeah, just a really good thing to happen and a good vibe on the beach and certainly the presentations afterwards. We should mention they were held at Cave's house and... Um, yeah, it was a good good evening and uh, event held, uh, had by all. Um, so yeah, let's go to a bit of footage that we have from the night. All right, so we're here at the Twin Fin Tango presentations. We've just had the presentations. Some lucky people have taken out a few raffle prizes. And we've got contest director Matt Robbo Robinson here. Robbo, how's things, mate? How's your day been? Mate, it's been a top day. We had good weather. We had a good turnout at the event. Um, yeah, couldn't really ask for more. Everyone had fun. Everyone, there was good vibes all around. I think next year you might need to just call it the Twin Fun Tango because everybody that's rolled up today seems to have had an absolute ball. They've had a surf. They've half the crew have surfed with their with their with their sons and with their fathers. Yeah. Other crew have surfed with with friends and new mates, and it's just been yeah, it's been it's such a fun day. Yeah, that's what we wanted. Uh, we just wanted an inclusive fun day that just you know brought everyone together because sometimes club surfing can be a bit elitist you know not 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 uh, in a bad way but you know just we just wanted to bring in some of the people who who surf well but don't go in contests a lot you know and that was part of our whole philosophy when we wanted to do this was just to keep the fun in it so yeah I think we managed to do that yeah I know what you mean it does it can tend to be a little bit like that um, in club comp. So when did you first sort of come up with the idea and what was the sort of germination of the idea, I guess? Um, well, so probably about four years ago, um, well, to go back even further, basically that we've run a single fin contest here for, for a long time. Um, that's run by some other guys and, and it's, it's, it's been an absolute, you know, establishment. Um, everyone wants to be in the single fin contest, you know. Uh, and it's been that popular that they ended up making it invitation only and it's very hard to sort of get yourself an invitation. Um, and <laughs> uh, people had always said to me, you know, like, because, because I, I, I collect surfboards, so I've got heaps of singles, heaps of twins, heaps of thrusters, you know, um, and people said to me, oh, you like everything, Robbo, what about twin fins? And I was like, yep, yeah, I like twin fins. And they're like, we should do a twin fin contest, you know. People said it to me, and about three or four years ago, I pitched it to the board riders, and, and we all agreed it was a good idea, but it just didn't kind of get off the ground because, you know, everyone's busy and, and all of that. And then uh, last year, I happened to be talking to Kyle, and Kyle uh, said to me, let's really do this, you know. And the thing is that he and I work together really well. He's organised where I'm disorganised. I can talk to people where he's, you know, a bit more, uh, yeah, what's the word? Introverted. Introverted, indeed, that's the word. Um, so, you know, it kind of worked really well. We teamed up and, and we got it got it all done and, yeah, we're just stoked, mate. It turned out to be a great day. Eh? It's been amazing. So, we're talk uh, Robbo's talking about Kyle Edwards, who is his co-contest director. It's um, it's an interesting point that you make there, that sort of combination of uh, a, loud, a loudish character and a quietish character working well together to get the job done. Um, 
So 2020, first year of the Twin Fin Tango. I, mate, I'm going to assume you're going to keep going with it. Oh, yeah. We'll be back next year, for sure. Good, yeah, better prizes, more fun. Better prizes, more fun. Well, couldn't have much more fun. It was an absolute belt of the day. Congratulations. Congratulations, Robbo. It's been an amazing day and um, everyone's stoked. And we'll see you in 2021. Cheers, mate. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks, Robbo. Rightio, so we're here at the uh, Twin Fin Tango. Cave's house, the presentation. We've got Dan and Ben here, two of the competitors today. How'd you go today, Dan? Did you get a couple of waves? Oh, definitely got a couple. Not enough to get through, but uh, had fun in the process, so that was a great day. How good was it? A couple of little little one one to two footers down there and uh, a good vibe in the water? Oh, amazing. It start, the day started off so epic, like offshore, sunny skies, little peaks left and right. But, uh, you know, as the day progressed, the onshore came in, but, um, you know... The waves were fun. It was it was perfect for the twenty. Perfect vibe. Everyone was happy. That's right, mate. Perfect twin fin waves. And um, so, did you get through to the quarters? Or? We made it to the quarters. Yeah, we, we progressed from our first uh, first heat straight through to the quarters. So that was a bit of a bonus. But uh, bombed out after that, which was a bit of a bummer. But uh, we'll blame the judges. <laughs> <laughs> you can always blame judges. There's always next year. We've also got Ben. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. How'd you go today? I was actually paired up with Dan, so exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same result from you guys, being a team together. So we're going to talk about the format on the uh, the show um, when we release this episode. But how'd you find the format? Um, yeah, it's good. I would love 20 waves, but <laughs> three is just a little teaser, you know. But um, I like the, the team format. I like the, the vibe of it. It's good. Yeah, I thought the team format was good too. And we've just got the trophy behind us as well. What a beauty. The Twinner trophy. All right, Ben, we'll have a good night, mate. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, mate. Oh, look, it's T-Bone. Nemo, how are you? No, I'm going well. Um, so you guys, you guys did well today. You made the quarters, you and your teammate. Quarter finalists. Can't believe it, Nemo. Mate, what an effort. What a huge effort, mate, from the quarters in the inaugural... Twin Fin Tango. Who was your partner today? Uh, young Andrew over there, mate. He pretty much um, carried, carried me the whole event. Um, he was riding a, uh, the, the modern 20 today, and I was riding the, the, the old school one. And he was laying down some heavy layback jams, and I was just bogging rail and uh, yeah, trying to get through a heat. I did one turn. Mate, I saw you throw some spray. Don't worry about that. So we're going to talk about the format and everything else uh, on a Twin Fin Tango special episode. But um, yeah, good on you, mate. Enjoy your night. Cheers, Naman. Here we are at the Caves House Hotel, the, the Twin Fin Tango inaugural event. And I'm he here with my partner today, Andrew. How are you, mate? How was your day? Oh, fantastic day. Yeah, had an absolute ball. And uh, going home with some uh, a serious bag of chocolates. Mate, you pretty much carried me all day. You know, I, I was bogging rail, getting shit ways, and you were just cleaning up, doing big Larry layback snaps, cleaning up on that twin fin, mate. Uh, so you tell me before you, you surf the twin fin quite often. Yeah, I love my twenties, but I, I think you're going a bit over there, overboard with the compliments, mate. I, I got one lucky wave in the uh, in the first round, and um, you did you did a bloody nice crack in that uh, quarterfinal we were in. So I think you got most of the points in that one. 
Thanks, mate. Now, most importantly, mate, you won the price. Tell us about the price. Yeah, scored a 6-0, um, yeah, 20 from Chappie. It's an absolute oh, weapon. So, yeah, putting that, uh, putting the wax on it tomorrow morning and, yeah, hitting it for sure. It looks, looks amazing. <laughs> mate, it's a sick board. And, um, hey, we're quarter-finalists. How do you feel? Yeah, stoked with that. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't be happier. Yeah. We'll do it again next year? Definitely. Yep, name's down on paper already. We'll have to start um, getting some twin fin sessions in, mate. Yeah, mate, I know a few uh, secret spots around here that are good for the twinnies, so I'll have to invite you, invite you down that way and we'll go for a paddle. Looking forward to it, mate. Cheers. All the best for the, and uh, we'll catch up with you next year. Yeah, love the potty, boys. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Woo. Okay, welcome back. We have just had the winners announced at the Twin Fin Tango. And lo and behold, it was taking out first place, Max Patterson and some bloke called Jake. Congratulations, Max. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Tell us about the final, mate. Was it a, a stressful event or how did you get through it? Uh, no, it wasn't, wasn't stressful at all. It was a, you know, had a really great time leading up to it. Um, yeah, I knew what I had to do, just chip in and get a, <laughs> get a medium score before I let the old man go ham and get the, uh, you know, the excellent score to bring home the heat. But yeah, just went out and just tried to get my three waves in 12 minutes. Yeah, good on you, mate. It was uh, well surfed by you guys. You sort of looked like you had a strategy from the start. Were you on the new board, Max, or the old board? Uh, the, the strategy was for me to do the, um, the vintage board because... Yeah, you know, less pressure, and if I if I stunk it, you know, I could blame it on the board and <laughs> a way out if that, if something happens. Now, Jake, so you obviously took the uh, the nice board today and got a couple of scores. Enjoy the day, mate. Oh, today was sick fun. Just uh, the father son thing really was really cool. I mean, like, there was three finalists with father and son combos, so I reckon that was like a really cool innovation. Like. Otherwise, the teams got drawn out of a hat. But like you, you know, you got the father-son rule. So if you entered together, it was uh, you got to te team up. So yeah, we had a little strategy going from the start of the day. We put Max on the old uh, the retro boards to, you know, have a bit of fun. And yeah, no, as he said, no pressure. And then yeah, I could have a bit of fun on actually a board that I shaped for Damon Easto. So it was pretty went really well. Oh, so the board that you were riding, you shaped together with Damon. Oh, no, yeah, I shaped it for Damon. Okay, there you go, like back in the day? No, that was under five years ago or something. Yeah, okay, nice one. Um, T-Bone? So, mate, I was watching you today on those retro boards. You were super consistent today, mate. Well done. Hey, just a couple of, couple of words. Did you give the old man some coaching tips today? <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, oh, giving the coach some coaching tips. No, I, I didn't have much to say, really. I was just kind of asking... For, uh, for more tips than giving, uh, yeah, it was pretty. Doubles is a pretty stock standard wave, where every wave is pretty similar. So I just, you know, a, one carve and a snap. I thought I'd get like, get a like a five or something, and then, yeah, I'd let Dad get the seven. So and then, <laughs> mate, absolutely smashed it. Uh, now, Jake, before we go, uh, big year ahead for yourself. Have you got any new new team members on board? Um, I've Coaching uh, on the men's side this year, <coughs> Ethan Ewing, uh, Kanawa Grashi and Griffin Colapinto on the, on the CT. So, yeah, Ethan Ewing qualified last year under my guidance on the QS. So, he'll be, it'll be 
interesting to see how he goes this year on the CT. I'm pretty excited about it, as a matter of fact. He's got a huge amount of talent. He just needs to find his feet like uh, believing himself to do well, and I think he will. Yeah, I think we've um, we've got a prediction of top 10 for Ethan on the podcast this year, so uh, we'll see how we go. We'll get our fantasy teams in. He might be in occasionally. We'll uh, see if we can win another border for this year, mate. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see it as well. Like, I don't know, he... He just confidence is what he needs. It's just like if he gets out of the gates early, he'll be hot. Like it'll be really good for him. But if he he's already been on tour before, but he was only 17 years old, and he kind of like he got his ass handed to him. And I think that really it really put him in a negative kind of like I wasn't you know ready. But we talked about it already, just saying this is your first year now. Like think about what you did on that first year, and you know go enjoy yourself. I'm sure we'll have a great year with that. And congratulations again, Max. Well done, guys. Cheers for the chat. Footage. It's not footage. It's audio. <laughs> I know what you meant. I'll uh, edit that out. Um, yeah, so yeah, congratulations once again to Kyle and Robbo for putting that one together. Look forward to an even bigger event in 2021. Yeah, mate. The father and son um, combination was was amazing i mean i mean i got two girls so uh i, I was saying to the boys i might have to go adopt a son for next year <laughs> some some little qs ripper but uh jake and, and his boy what was his boy name max, max yeah that, they had a great little combination um jake was uh was max was going out first and he was super consistent on this on this old i think he was riding mr20 and obviously jake was was, was coming in and just yeah shrelping on his on his twin fin yeah, he was surfing surfing really well, which you'd expect from uh, from a pipeline master. Um, Dan Waddell, he was ripping on a twenty. Oh, Dan Waddell. So Dan Waddell um, was with uh, who was who was Dan? Nathan with? Moritz. Nathan Moritz, that's right. They were they, what a good combination that was. They were they were having a good old time, and yeah, Dan was free, especially in his free surfing was absolutely tearing the bag out it of sure it. Sure was, and uh, Froggy and. His son, uh, I think it's Kai. Yeah, Tim Uros and um, his son, yeah. They, they came, what, third? I think they come equal. No, they might have third or fourth, yeah. And then we had, jeez, um, we should know this because we were there on the day. Um, Booger. Booger. Booger and his son. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well done to all the, the father and son's team. And, uh, yeah, what a cracking day that was. Yeah, it, it just brings a new new aspect to it, I think, having your family there to um, surf with and, you know, share a bit of hate strategy and that sort of thing. And, yeah, congrats to Max and Jake Patterson on the win again. Yeah, looking forward to next year. Yeah, can't wait. Now, we've, um, we've been talking a little bit lately about the YouTube channels that we've been... Um, having a look at so we thought we'd start a new segment on the show and it's called social notes now what have you been checking out on the world wide web tyrant i mean i watch a lot of job i mean the most barreled surfer at pipeline in the world the other day i was watching his vlog and he's inside his garage and i've never seen so many boards god how many has he got he's got hundreds and hundreds of, of of different boards i just don't know how he knows which ones to ride it's a little bit yeah, uh over the top jb just just quietly too many boards mate start handing them out to the groms so he does anyway he, he pumped out this little clip um just after the vulcan pro had just finished and uh yeah he was just going out at, at pipe just 
barrel after barrel after barrel after barrel. It's so he pretty much just lives straight in front of it, doesn't he? So pretty much, yeah. I think it's just down from the Volcom house. A couple of, couple of doors down, little laneway straight out to pipe. Um, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be epic. Because, I mean, it looks like there's some pretty sort of fun four to six days there as well, or three to five, whatever, um, there and just next to that sandbar that was cracking last week, looking like a little mini Kira. Um, but, yeah, sorry, go on. It'd be epic. Like, during this uh, this clip I was watching, you had this little mate who wasn't very a confident surfer and uh, J-O-B was taking him out to pipe to, to basically get it onto any wave that he wanted. So, I mean, he ended up getting flogged, but imagine <laughs> going to pipe and uh, J-O-B takes you out and, 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 and calls you into a back door. I mean, just... Yeah. Perfect. I mean, <laughs> Here you go, mate. You take this one and get absolutely flogged and there's uh, the reef inside's going to tear your shreds. But, yeah, that's... um. Yeah, good fun, I guess. Um, now, do you know what I've been watching a little bit? Not watching, but um, checking out a bit on Instagram is the National Geographic um, sites. Have you, have you caught those at all? Oh, not for a while, mate. Yeah. What have you been seeing, mate? Some nice well, photos of yeah, nice dolphins photos. or something? <laughs> nice photos of animals and um, videos. Um, did you know that there's panthers in Florida? Panther, Florida panther. There's, there's no shit, thing. really. Yeah, there you go. So, a bit, a little bit of interesting things. Um, I'm just looking at that. There's a, uh, there's a bit of a video on Instagram uh, for the Twin Fin Tango uh, on the Yelling Up Board Riders Instagram. So check that out. We are also on Instagram Barrel Podcast. Um, so we put a link on there as well. Um, T Bone, you got some hats. I do, mate. We got a bit of merch. Bit of merch. Barrel Surf Podcast merch hats. Yeah, they, they look pretty good, yeah, don't they? Yeah, little navy blue little trucker caps with the logo, <laughs> mate. So, um, now we're going to sell them? I reckon so, mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll model them for a while and see <laughs> how many people want them. Um, yeah, mate, we'll, uh, but they look classic. So, we'll have to get a photo and put it on the uh, on the Insta. Very, very good idea. Model a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a bit going on in the WQS, hasn't there, as well? There has been, mate. And uh, we actually. We actually spoke about this guy our last episode. The, we did, we did, because we were talking about snake tails. Um, funnily enough, uh, I saw on Jake Patterson's Instagram, snake tails, uh, when he, he, he said congrats to this guy, Ramsey Bookham, for winning the Hang Loose Pro in Brazil. And um, I reached out to Jake and said, is, um, you know, is Ramsey still on your team? And he said, no, he's not, but he's... Um, Jeez, he's looking good. Did you see any, see any of the final of that one? He, he should be on the CT. He's so sharp and powerful. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Come on, mate. Make the CT. Come on, Ramsey. First, first Moroccan to make the CT. He's a funny bugger too. Um, the funny, the, not the funny, but the, the, the good thing about that was that was held in some absolutely piping lefts at uh, Fernando de Noronha. I think that's how you pronounce it. You're Brazilian, probably not at all. Brazilian sounds pretty good. Yeah, well, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, and it was sort of four to five foot barrels uh, on his forehand lefts. Uh, he's usually renowned for giving up the old one-two on his backhand. Well, he gave up the old one-two on his forehand, mate. Some of his tubes and some of his roundhouse calves. And it was just uh, power surfing. He, yeah, he's he, a great surfer. He's so precise with his turns. And, um, yeah, he, he's hopefully he's going to have a good year this year. He... Uh, it was an all-Brazilian semi-final, apart from Ramsey. We had uh, Wesley, Dantes, and Wigley. They brothers? They Wesley, yeah. The, yep. So the two Dantes brothers were uh, 
had a semi, and then Ramsey versus Jaddy Andre. He's so consistent, Jaddy, Jaddy. in the QS, isn't he? Mate, he's just about qualified already. No, he hasn't. Hasn't. I think this time last year he just about qualified. Um, so, so looking at the the WQS rankings, we got Wiggly Dantas in first. Um, Ramsey booking him in second. Shun Makamar uh, from the Japan. Japanese. Yep. Yeah. Maxime Huxnock. Oh, geez, I should really learn. That's to pretty properly. close, mate. Maxime Hushner. Uh, and Luca Messinas in fifth and sixth place. Nat Young. We've talked about Nat previously. Hopefully, he can he can get a get a good result in his next next few events to uh, really push his case for requalification. Where's our Where's our first Aussie on the QS, mate? At the moment. twenty uh, third, mate. Nicholas Squires. Okay. Yeah, early days as we've it is previously early days, mate. talked about. Um, now, looking at 2019, the qualification cutoff was 18,100 points. Wiggly Dantas has already got 8,250 points, keeping in mind that only your five best scores for the year. Um, score towards your qualification total. Mate, there'll be a lot of... Um, I see there's a couple of Challenger Series coming up, so th- no doubt there'll be a few changes on the leadership board over the next month or two. We've got yeah. the Sydney Surf Pro... That's at Manly, isn't it? That's at Manly, mate. And then we've got the Corona Pihar Pro, which is the other Challenger Series event, which I believe Kelly's going in for some reason. Kelly, the goat in Pihar. Why would Kelly go to... Maybe he's just doing Very the event to coincide question. with a, uh, a visit for some reason. Must now, be another reason. you are pretty close with the goat. What's what's happening? What's going on in his his mind, mate? Is he uh, is he going to try to go for the, the uh, big win this year? Kelly's going to go for the world title this year. Ooh. He's going to go, you go for folks. it. You heard it first from T Bone. I mean, Kelly's probably wants to get a bit tuned up for uh, before Snapper. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. P Haas, you know, probably, probably be better ways than Sydney because Sydney's generally been really shitty. So they just need a cyclone, I think, for Sydney to turn it on or some sort of so. northern storm of some description. Um, but it can get quite good there, can't it? Yeah, it can, mate. So yeah, I mean it's, it's I guess a, a good thing for uh, New Zealand in the Corona Corona Pro Corona Pihar Pro having the king in. So I think Kelly just wants to tune in his equipment, get ready to to start his twenty twenty campaign, and uh, I I reckon he's just going to give it one last one, one last, last crack at it. Well, he has just recently turned forty eight years old, which makes him officially the oldest person in the world. Um, your birthday's coming up too, isn't it? Yeah, little, little, little bit down the track, mate. Um, yeah, so Kelly is at. Have you ever been to Pihar? I've been to. That's North Island, isn't it? It's in the North Island. It's sort of um, directly east from Auckland. I haven't. I mean, I've been to Raglan many years ago, but um, yeah. Hopefully they'll, they'll they'll get some good conditions. So I was there in winter time um, on the way down to Queenstown one time, and it was howling onshore, so you couldn't really see what the surf did there. But the interesting thing about it, as well, is it's a really really small small little town. So I don't know how they're going to have all the infrastructure of people going in and out. Um, it, it's a, you know it's smaller than Preveley, you know the buses. Really, is it that small? Yeah, yeah, it's a tiny little place. But um, well, that that was ten years ago. It might have been. Might have been a bit bigger now. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they get people in and out and all the infrastructure there because it's a pretty sort of pristine environment down there. It's amazing. 
Yeah, I don't think Sydney will have that problem, mate. Uh, no, they certainly won't. So they'll have everything there. Um, so, so that'll be a busy. That'd be a busy couple of weeks, or busy month, really, for the, those two challenges series. And so they're ten thousand points, aren't they? They are, mate. Yeah. And before you know it, at the end of uh, at the end of March, we kick off the Corona Open Gold Coast. So yeah, I'm hanging. I can't wait for the season to start. I cannot wait either. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be a huge huge year in surfing um we've probably talked about it a bit but what, what's your sort of predictions for for this year and who, who's going to uh you know top five and who's going to be in that sort of world title discussion oh you can't go past well look at italy italy won everything last year so do you know what i would not be surprised to see italy go around again um all his, all his instagram is him just training like a madman <laughs> it's um He's surfing every day and training like an absolute. He might just overfroth himself. Well, maybe, yeah. He's um, he, yeah, he's looking sharp though. Jeez. Um, so looking looking at the, yeah. I think I think we're going to see an, another push by Kolohe and Dino. I think now that he's got a taste of it, um, I think we might see him go, be up there in the in the mix as well in the well title conversation. Maybe good for Julian to 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 sort of be back up there. You know, I mean. Julian's one of the one of the one of the better Australian surfers on the tour, and yeah, I just think he, he hasn't shown his true potential yet. Gabby Medina, obviously, you just can't go past Gabby. Um, so yeah, if, looking forward to it. I noticed the Margaret River Pro is now sponsored by the Boost Mobile Margaret River Pro. Is it? Yeah, April twenty second to kick off. So I did not know that. Yeah, Boost Mobile. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I was having a bit of a chat with Sasha from Yelling Up Board Riders and we're trying to put together a bit of a uh, live um, event around the Margaret River competition. So keep your ears and eyes out for that. Hopefully that can come off and we'll have a bit of a bit of a live broadcast of the podcast. Yeah, that'd be sick, mate. We'll, yeah, we'll try to get a few of the lads on board. And uh, Yeah. Speaking of lads... Um, Taj Burrow announced earlier in the week that he's uh, made a decision to go toe-to-tail in in Globe. Good on him. Yeah, you know, there's a few rumours going about. I mean, obviously, Taj um, parted ways with Billabong and, uh, yeah, we all started guessing who's his next sponsor, what he's going to do. Globe, well done, Taj. Yeah, I've I actually heard a rumor that um he is going to be making another announcement shortly. Another announcement. Yeah, well, I, you know, Bill, I'm pretty sure that Billabong made his wetsuits in the past, and um, don't know if Globe do. Do they Globe make wetsuits? I don't think they do, mate. Um, yeah, so I'm not keep, sure. They had they got a lot of different apparel. So keep your keep your eyes and ears out for a uh, potential wetsuit announcement. I guess. Yeah, may or may not happen, as Adzi would say. No, it'd be good to get TB on the on the potty, mate, to uh, give us a bit of a lowdown once he's uh, yeah, yeah announced once, all his plans and all that. his new sponsorship plans and uh, what's going to lie ahead for TB. Just no shows doubt, your retirement gold. is not necessarily a bad thing in, in surfing, although someone like um, Rob Machado might disagree after being dropped by Hurley, but that's that's another discussion yeah. for another time. Um, where are we now? Uh, go on, sorry, mate. Bronte's. Beat, mate. Bronte's Beats. (laughs) 
Monty, some footage came out overnight. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram of her taking a couple of beatings, but also getting a nice big round bazza down the, down the coast of it. Yeah. See how thick that lip was. Bronchi, very, very charging. Thick, thick wave. Um, I know the, where this wave is, and um, I've I know that there's been a couple of pretty serious injuries here in the past, including broken legs and all sorts of things. Oh, so. you just see the wipeout, mate, on the Instagram. Oh, of Bronte. Yeah, of Bronte. Yeah, she took it. Absolutely got belted. Yeah, it was a big, thick lip, like a couple of feet sort of thick lip, and she um, took it on, and then she got yeah, she got a wipeout, and she also got a couple of good good ones. No, that's that's yeah, yeah, just good on her. I mean, I'm, like I said before, Nami, I'm predicting the top five this year for Bronte, and we love her on the Barrett Surf podcast. So, um, yeah. we do indeed. I spoke to Dave McCauley um, last week and told him about our prediction. He was pretty happy with that and said, "Geez, I hope you guys are right." Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get Dave on the podcast because he's. Uh, him and Bronte are on, in their final preparations before they go away for nearly three months, I think. So um, he was a bit busy, but he did say that we'd, get, we'd uh, definitely get together around the Murray River competition. Sounds, sounds like a plan. When they are both back home to take on the, hopefully, the box. Mate, I noticed Bronte's been over at Urban Surf. It seems about every pro surfer uh, friend of mine has been to Urban Surf. Yeah, did yeah. It? Everyone's been there except you and me, but... Hopefully, believe next you're heading month, over there, mate. Hopefully, end of next month, mate. Going to coincide with a couple of games of AFL. So, um, who's playing when you're over there? Now, Western Bulldogs are playing Carlton on the Saturday, and so then the Eagles first. Eagles play um, uh, Essendon, I think. Ah, get yeah. your get your jacket ready to wave. That's the second round of the AFL kicking off. So, yeah, okay. hopefully, going to head over the board store crew. Um, we're going to fly over Friday and we've got a couple of hours booked in the pool. Oh, so sick. I'm going to take over my LSD chlorine model. I'm just thinking chlorine, <laughs> swimming pool, it just seems to go hand in it hand. It has to, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You've been riding that board a bit. Um, now, so that that's the end of March. I'm going over in May so we can hopefully, hopefully both get a couple of chlorine barrels in the urban surf environment. I'm really looking forward to that because I think... Um, Everyone that goes there seems to say it's just amazing fun. I mean, if you love AFL and if you love the snow, I mean, and you're surfing, I mean, you can go down to Bells as well, but it's just a good reason to head over to Melbourne now, especially with flights from from our local area direct to Melbourne. It yeah, just makes it a yeah. fun weekend, whether you go with the family, you go with the boys on a, on a lad's weekend. What have you got flights for? Uh, it's about six, $700. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm actually flying out of Perth. So... um. Yeah, a bit, 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 yep. bit easier with the timing and stuff. So, Yeah, nice one. And have we seen much from uh, Jack Robbo lately? What's going on with him? I think Jack's been, um, yeah, still on his honeymoon period at the moment <laughs> with his is with he, his hot little missus. Um, is he married, is he? Yeah, I think he did a couple of a south trip over to Central America, but uh, obviously Jack must be lying low and, um, and, and getting ready for uh, the next month Yeah, to, yeah. to start off his uh, CT campaign. Well, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna. There's gonna be a fair amount of press around when he does does first enter the water for his uh, first CT hates at snapper, isn't he? Oh, it'd be huge. So, it'd be huge, mate. There'd be a lot of focus on Jack. A lot of focus, a bit of pressure on him. I'm sure he'll handle it. But yeah, it looks like he has just been in Costa Rica. 
looking at Instagram there and uh, having a bloody great time. I don't know if he's he, he's at home at the moment, but tell you what, we've had three days of pumping swell lately down here. It's uh, I love this time of year in the southwest. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? it, it even though it's uh, summertime, it's almost autumn conditions, isn't it? Offshore, and a bit of swell in the water. Unfortunately, we were talking about Twin Fin Tango. We didn't talk about the waves too much because it was pretty rubbish. Um, sort of one foot. The start of the day was pretty good though. Yeah, the start of the day was all right. It's very nice indeed. Um, so you're away tomorrow, T-Bone? I'm away for a couple of weeks, mate. When I come back, I'm uh, heading over to Sambawa. Sambawa. I believe you're heading over to Justin's place. What's that, what's that one Lisa's called? Lisa's Garden and West Garden. Sambawa. Um, Shout out to Justin at Lisa's Garden. Hopefully I can make it over there at some point as well. Yeah, mate, epic spot, great location. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, staying at Lisa's Garden and enjoying the fruits of uh, West Sambawa. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, anything else before we wrap this short show up? Not much, mate. Hopefully going to get another surf in this afternoon. And uh, like I said before, now we're really looking forward to the start of the, the CT. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be amazing. We'll have another show or two before that. But um, yeah, really looking forward to it starting in Snapper. And hopefully they get some waves like they had last week with Tropical Cyclone Uzi. Or I think that that's that's what it was called. It was um, pretty mental over there. Oh, it was, mate. Hey, just just on um, on a couple of things now. Have you been? Have you listened to the latest? Ain't that swell? Uh, which one is it? They interviewed Gary Kong Elkerton and <laughs> Joel Parker. I I did listen to that. Yeah. Fuck, he's a fucking nutbag. Um, Gary Elkerton. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's hilarious, Elko. He, he, I tell you what, he, he just tell it how, how it is. You know, he, he, he had some great stories. I don't know if he's telling it how it is. It sounds like he's making up a few porky pies along the way as well. He pretty much took over. I didn't hear <laughs> Joel Parko. Um, but uh, yeah, I did hear Parko going, fucking let me speak, Kong. Shut yeah, up, I know, mate, I know. He, yeah, Kong was on fire, mate. He, he just took over. He was telling some funny stories. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, what a loose unit. He's a loose unit, old Kong. Yeah. Um, Mr. Sunset. <laughs> Jeff Hackman and Kong, Gary Elkerton. Yeah, so once again, thanks for listening. It, this is Barrel Surf Podcast. Um, quick show today, but we've got stuff to do. T-Bone's got to go for a surf. I've got to get back to work. And um, yeah, we'll uh, put a link on our Instagram page for the new hats that we have. So check out the Instagram. Check out the merch. LinkedIn, not LinkedIn, Instagram. Our new hats and um, oh, I'm off to Dunsborough Tavern for the Hotter Than Hell concert this Saturday. Whew. So uh, yeah, hopefully, get loose, mate. Hopefully, see a few Barrel Podcast listeners out in the, out in the mixed it and we can have a beer together. Drink responsibly. All right, catch you next time. Catch you all. <laughs>